1: Joining us on the Storm Collegiate Spotlight podcast is Petey Varagos and Coach Mike Kubacki. Mike is a head coach at Calumet College of St. Joseph, and Petey recently won the USBC Intercollegiate Singles Championship held in Michigan. Petey and Coach, it's Tim Berg and Steve Klemkin here. Thank you both for joining us today. Great to be here. Thanks for having me. All right, well, Petey, you recently won the uh, run the w- run the intercollegiate singles championship for Calumet College uh, there. So let's begin. Going into the tournament, how how were you feeling, and and did you ultimately? How did you feel you were throwing the ball, and then what really all came together for you in that tournament that that led you uh, led you to the victory?
2: Well, coming into the week, uh, I felt uh, mentally. Uh, as prepared as I, I thought I could, uh, possibly be, uh, between, uh, the coaches and, uh, my teammates, um, just weeks building on end, uh, for this specific, uh, event, uh, really molded me into, uh, enough confidence going in that, uh, anything could happen and, uh, went in with a pretty straightforward game plan. Uh, we, uh, actually didn't see too much reactive in the beginning Uh, We wanted just more predictable motion, so we decided to play it a little safe with your thing, and uh, we were able to create a spot throughout the whole entire day, which uh, led to higher scores than uh, I anticipated for myself. So we were able to capitalize on good bowling and uh, proper adjustments later in rounds uh, led me to the success that I had, and I wouldn't be here without uh, anyone behind me. It It was truly an effort from everyone that got me here. And I thank everyone for that.
0: And, Coach, now I've seen some of the things that we've talked about in the past and some of the things I think that you've preached has been talking a little bit about this brotherhood. So, you know, I'm assuming here when you're looking at a singles competition that it's not not just, you know, truly just like a a singles competition. Is that right?
3: Well, you know, back in the day when we first started the program years ago, um, we didn't necessarily pay for their singles entry. We kind of let each player – do their own thing in regards to that. And then after a few years had gone by, I went to the school and, and really started talking to them about making singles more of a team effort. And, and now we, whoever the the postseason roster is, uh, they know that they're automatically getting their singles paid for by the school. Um, And I really think that ever since we started doing that, it just brings more cohesion to the whole weekend. You know, it just, uh, uh, it brings more cohesion so the sectionals weekend, and then as the – we've been fortunate to have players advance, and as they advance, I think it just brings that cohesion then pulls forward into the ITC weekend.
0: And and what did you think kind of going in? I'm sure when you're sizing up maybe the competition a little bit, you got to size up the competition on the team side, but also on the singles side. So just based off of how the year has gone – you know, what did you think Petey's chances were kind of going? in, did, did you feel, you know, rock solid and, and kind of look at him as the uh, kind of the leader in the clubhouse a little bit? Or did you, did you know there were going to be some challenges along the way?
3: Well, I think, uh, you know, one of the things Petey didn't mention is that Petey actually took a pretty bad fall in the approach a few weeks before postseason. And uh, so he had, he had actually missed some time and, and really had to work his game back into shape right before winning the sectionals. Um, And then he looked so good sectional weekend though. So I knew going into uh, the ITC opportunity and the ISC opportunity that, uh, I mean, you could just really see his game coming together. But more importantly, I think the way he was seeing the lane was just improved. Um, And I just think his understanding of his game, uh, especially in those moments, was just really improved. And and his shot his shot making was phenomenal. I mean, he went through this process through singles, and I'm gonna say he probably used four different bowling balls. Um, you know, they're only allowed to have five, so he used four of those bowling balls to get through uh, those singles matches that day. So that's how um, that's just how good he was and how willing he was to do what the lanes needed him to do as the day went on.
1: And Petey, reading a little bit up uh, and preparing for the interview, I I saw you lost 100 pounds. You really changed your body and and just started eating right and and exercising and and being, uh, you know, just getting into the health side of things and the the really athletic side of being a bowler. So talk about that change for you. And then what just what clicked for you that you said, you know what, if I want to bowl competitively, if I want to, take my game really as far as I can. I need to do this for myself.
2: Well, it was, I believe, right before we went into quarantine, when the the pandemic hit, I I, I was 22 years old, you know, and, you know, for a young kid, I was feeling a lot of issues through my body that I felt were going to hinder me later in the process if I didn't take action. Uh, I had tendonitis in both of my knees. Um, it was it was hard to you know start moving moving around so much mass at once. And when quarantine started, I really I really decided to myself. I was like, you know, let's let's see how it goes. Let's let's take it and set goals. You know, let's hit twenty pounds first, then forty. See how we can you know. the the pace and, and I really just stayed disciplined through the whole entire process. The the quarantine I I had the whole days, um, just working out five days a week, uh, portion control with, uh, you know, counting calories, uh, just really watching what I was putting into my body. And and I was able to, you know, lose as much weight as I did, but it did come with some challenges along the way. Uh, you know coach and i coach could even mention uh earlier in the season you know it was it was definitely a learning curve it like almost reconstructing my whole game over again so the the challenge of having that amount of patience uh, not only with the process but with myself i mean it it was it was definitely something in its own but uh i 'm really Happy with how it's all come together so far, and it changed me for the better.
1: Yeah, Coach. Can you elaborate when you you see this transition in one of your players? You're you're proud for him. You're encouraging, but then you also probably you're thinking in the back of your head, well, now we need to we need to change his, his swing is like his his game is changing too as his body is changing.
3: Well, I think um, you know initially it was really about um, making sure he had strength. You know, when he went, you know, at the 20 and 40 pounds isn't as significant as when you get to the 100 mark, you know, and, you know, so we definitely had some conversations about making sure he's strong enough. Um, And uh, because obviously if you lose that much weight, you're using, you're losing a little bit of everything. And uh, um, so, but I think probably the biggest thing is that, is that one of the things that made PD so great before this, uh, uh, this year was that he was always a bigger guy that moved like a littler guy. So I don't think the retooling was maybe as drastic as it would have been with somebody else, as much as it was just his brain. I think his brain adjusting to the pushes that it needed to do. Um, when he was a little bit bigger versus who he is now, you know, we did, we did have a lot of discussions about center of gravity and how if his swing plane got a little bit outside of where it needed to be when he was bigger, his body could easily accommodate that versus, you know, now, you know, I joke around with him now. I'm like, Hey, I got some pants for you. You can wear them now if you want. Um, but, uh, (laughs) you know, as a slender guy myself, you know, I know the challenges that happen when my swing plane gets out of whack and, uh, and trust me, he's seen it plenty of times watching me hack my way through a league night. So, uh, (laughs) uh, but,
0: uh, yeah.
3: uh, So definitely I think in the beginning, Um, he, uh, there was definitely just kind of his brain and body kind of coming back together. Um, because the the one thing was, is that during all this weight loss, he wasn't able to bowl. So this is, you know, this, all this weight loss has taken place during the quarantine time and he had nowhere to go bowling. So, so that it wasn't like he was bowling through the whole process.
0: One of the, one of the things I think we've, we've seen over the years has been an added amount of uh i don't know if i'd say interest because um, i think we've all uh, you know sort of known hey bowling's a sport you know like i mean we've known we got to be you know it, it, athletes there's been more of attention you know heather derico has been on this um this show this podcast in the past she has that bowl fit program and jason sterner had just made the telecast right in reno a couple of times there u.s open and masters and had you know put a lot of credit on the physical fitness And you mentioned, Petey, you know, that you started to feel some stuff in your body. I almost wonder, like, I think there's a lot of people that do uh, see and feel that, but maybe they have a hard time kind of committing to or making the changes uh, that they know are necessary, whether it's diet or exercise or both. Did you feel that? Was there any hesitation in your brain at all to to make that kind of a step?
2: Well, I I think what can translate into anyone is, when they when they try to commit to something, it it, it falls with the insecurities uh, of failure. You know, a, a lot of people don't want to commit to something that they can't guarantee, and and I, I obviously you know felt some restraint in making the choices that I did because I, I I was wondering so many times if I was gonna you know fail you know if I was gonna you know. Not take control the way I did, and and I, I just I think that if you, if you have if you have the mindset, you can do anything, and that's what I feel a lot of people don't you know they sell themselves short on is the fact that mm. we can accomplish anything we put our minds to.
1: And Petey, what is next for you? I, I, I saw you have a you have a chance where you could go back and bowl due to the whole COVID thing. You could you have one year of eligibility left is that in the cards or are you going to try your luck on tour what what are you thinking or or um or, or where is where's, where's the next steps for you
2: um the mindset has been coming back right now
1: um just it, just to finish up some school too so it would be like a
2: two birds one stone situation
1: um
2: but at the same time too uh my my father wants me to have a little bit more discussion and uh you know with uh with my coach as well. And, uh, you know, Randy Peterson and, uh, seeing how I should approach the tour, uh, either to come or later on. So it currently up in the air with everything, but, uh, more leaning towards school. And how does
0: that make you feel coach? Well, of course I, uh,
3: trust (laughs) me, uh,
2: when we were on our
3: drive back from the ISC, um, You know, our team was kind of broken out a little bit because we had two vehicles there. So, um, and uh, I told him on the ride home, I said, because he was talking about doing a semester at the time, and I said, just so you know, part of the ride home, I'm going to be spending trying to convince you to do both semesters. (laughs) So, uh, (laughs) I mean, obviously it's a little bit selfish for me, but, you know, the other thing that I think has happened to Petey is, is through this process is that you know he was also always capable of being an exceptional leader, but I think this process really um, also brought out more and more leadership skills as the as the season wore on, and and I really really saw it just come together that sectional weekend. Um, he was just I, you know we I kind of went around the table at dinner, and uh, one of the things I just looked at him and I said, you know that that was the. That was exactly the leadership that I wanted to see out of him, and he was exactly what his teammates needed him to be that weekend.
0: Well, and that's Co- awesome stuff. I, I gotta, I gotta say that that's something that you know I think a lot of people, um, and maybe it's along the kind of the physical fitness thing, you know, as well too, where it's like, hey, you know, there's something you, you kind of should, you you kind of know it needs to happen, but maybe you're not you know, not confident enough about it, you're afraid of, of, of maybe failing, you know, and uh and to try and be a leader to your teammates um like that, Petey. I mean you gotta kinda put yourself out on the kind of out on the limb a little bit too and kinda be willing to accept possible failure.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I I I you know, being able to experience this whole entire Process. I mean, it, it's really given me light to how much everyone really played into this, and you know where we can all, you know, not only grow on the lanes but off the lanes as well. I I feel you know as close as ever to these guys, and from years on now, bowling or not, I'm I'm always going to be there for them, and I can't uh, thank bowling enough for being able to do that.
0: And then you know, last question I've got for you. And uh, Petey, you, now we've talked a lot about physical fitness, and I know Randy Peterson very well. He was actually the first person that had uh, had mentioned your name to me and said, you're going to have to watch out for this kid. This kid is an amazing talent. Um, but the thing that has not come up yet that I know has gained you a lot of attention, you're going to have to talk about it real quick, your hair. Tell us about <laughs> your hair, Petey.
2: We want to hear about it. Uh, <laughs> I guess, I guess people are, uh, you know, they're, uh, adjusting to it pretty well. Uh, I've never really grown my hair out before, so, uh, it's, it's all like one big puffball right now. Um, it's, uh, it's definitely going in all directions, but, uh, you know, the people, the people dig it. So, uh, I guess we keep it a little bit longer. <laughs>
3: PD, can we uh, tell them your nickname with the guys?
2: Oh yeah. They uh they call me Mufasa, so <laughs> oh, that's great.
3: <laughs> they always talk Perfect.
1: about the lion's mane.
3: So
1: yeah. <laughs> All right. Well very cool. I thought it'd be great to catch up with you guys. Petey Virgos, Coach Mike Kubiyaki, want to thank you again for both being here on the Storm Collegiate Spotlight podcast. All the best of luck in whatever decision you make, Petey, moving forward, whether that is school or or uh, or the tour, or uh, or how things work out for you, but we will be catching up with uh, you guys certainly down the road.
2: Thank you guys for having me. Uh, thank you to Storm Bowling. I wouldn't be here without you guys, honestly.
1: Yeah, I definitely re- reiterate that,
3: and I uh, really appreciate the relationship that we have with Storm.